Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Grown Men Watch Kids Shit. It's me, TJ, and I'm here with the spookiest man I know. Jordan, you're not the spooky. You're actually not the spookiest man I know, but I, I like to say that because it makes me feel mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, 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 I'm, I'm glad I'm not the spookiest person you know. There's plenty of spooky people out there. Speaking, speaking of spooky, uh, good to see you again on the second episode of Spooktacular, Ooh. talking about another Halloween family film. Give me your best evil laugh. <laughs> That's like a solid 6.5. That ain't bad. 6.5? <laughs> I don't know. What would the, what would, like, I, like the swimmers, you know, how like they don't, they don't get it too high. There's room to grow. Maybe a seven. Maybe I'll give you a seven. Okay, I'll, I can't I'll live a, with the I seven. Can't, I can't do a good one either. Like, you know, like I can't. I can't. <laughs> what, what is that? I'm trying to do the. I was trying to do the Bella Lugosi thing. You know, like you know, like the like the, like the old school horror. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, so, that was bad. Yeah, no. See, I can't. I can't do a good one at all. You sound like you sound like somebody reading to their kids a, a <laughs> scary story. <laughs> you know that. You know there when, you, you go. When, you, when you project it out. But like I'm trying to, you know, spooky, scary skeletons. And sh- Speaking of spooky, scary song. skeletons, bro, oh have God. you heard the trap remix of that song? <laughs> yes, I have. Here's the thing about that song. It's like I have feelings about electro swing in general. Cause I'm like, y'all really can't just let shit be, you know, they're all like techno, like what, like techno couldn't really make it, you know, too far. So like, let's do what techno was trying to do, but let's put it to swing music, making it even wider. And then (laughs) let's make a song about skeletons to electric swing. I was like, this is honestly the widest song I've ever heard. I mean, first off, with your little techno crack, you pissed off a lot of Germans. So, you know, I mean, I their, used to date one, their, so I could do that with their love fest and their, you know, remember when the wall came down? They had or not love fed love parade. That's what it was, the EDM festival, all in Berlin. I mean, th- that, but then even that EDM is different than techno because you know, like I don't know, but like. You know, electric swing sounds like when someone in Ohio discovered 808s. You know what I mean? They're like, mm-hmm. oh, that's well, a, let me get some. That's a, you've been sitting on I've never <laughs> you've been sitting on that one for a minute. That's one of those ones where you're like, man, I hope we talk about something. I can use this. <laughs> no, actually, it just came to me. It just came to me. I don't think about electro swing that often. But you are now. Is this I the am. longest? Is this the longest conversation on electro swing you've ever had? No, because Taylor likes electro swing. So, oh, for real? Does he like spooky, scary skeletons? He loves that goddamn song. Um, it's better than it's better than Monster Mash. Monster Mash is hot garbage. Hey, Dad, just, Mash. 
He did the monster. The yeah. man ain't even singing. He's talking in tones. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just. I'm. I think. I think the Halloween songs are are due for a good updating. You know. What would you? What would be a lyric in a Halloween song that you would write? Um. Oh, because the best Halloween song is still Thriller. We know this. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. A lyric I'd write for Halloween song. I don't know. Probably like, give me that, give me that candy, girl. Don't. Fucking... <laughs> don't stop. The second no. you said girl, you lost all credibility. <laughs> you lost all credibility. It's no longer. It's no longer spooky. It's yeah. just sexy. Yeah. Don't it's just ghost sexy. me, girl. You know. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what a fucking lyric. I'd have. I'd have to sit there and actually like like think about it. I love you know? that your default is to just throw girl in a lyric. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what? Every once in a while, you do something that is just so straight. That I'm well, just, I'm like, just, you know, hey, I, I, I am that. Uh, yeah, but, I, you know. I love I the way know. you say that. I am that. I am that. Um, what about, I mean, what, what about you? What's a lyric you would write for a Halloween song, Mr. Put on the Spot? Give, give us one real quick. See, the Halloween songs, the reason that they the, that Thriller is a good Halloween song is because it's about atmosphere, right? It's about the threat of something I didn't happening. ask for a history. I didn't ask for a music lesson. Give me a lyric. Spit a lyric out real quick. Jesus. Okay. See, this. we talked about this last episode. You don't let nobody explain nothing. Because I didn't get a chance. You know what I mean? You just you just blew up my spot real quick. You were just like, hey, do this. <laughs> And you're, I know you. You're over here ruminating on a lyric as you're talking <laughs> bullshit not? about music history. No, I'm not. It's not music you, history. Yeah, it's, you just are. A, it's the dramaturgy of the song. Well, no. Oh, God, get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, man, but fuck off. No, no, you just, hold up. <laughs> the you dramaturgy was, of the song. God damn. You said, you said that with such. <laughs> disdain <laughs> i don't think that's one of those things that i think that if we were in the same room you would have just slapped me without even knowing what you did <laughs> and then we'd be like i don't know man you just probably shouldn't say that around me <laughs> the dramaturgy of the song i just man if you don't if you don't give me a lyric you're over here stalling. oh yeah no, I'm laughing now. No, I'm laughing. But it'd be something like, you know. Hey, hey, uh, hey. USSR Stalin. You know what I mean? Yo. <laughs> <laughs> God. No. That got you. That got you. I saw it on your face. That one got you, didn't it? I was like, what? Oh, no. I've been shot. <laughs> what I was going to say was it has to be something like, uh, you know, uh, fog rolling in down yeah. the street where we're walking, you know, something Say, girl. about, Come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, uh, you know, uh, a chill in the air and the mm-hmm. wolves are howling, you know, something, it has yeah, to be something yeah, atmospheric. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That, like that is anything, girl, I slide up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Check out my bolts, girl. You know, <laughs> uh, tighten my bolts. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. uh. Um, my daddy of- ain't Frankenstein, yeah. but I'm your monster. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 
<laughs> might not be Frankenstein, but girl, you mind, you know, some shit like that. Uh, uh, look gross. I would, gross. I would, I would go, I would 100% go like the route of like, let's just take a love song and just swap out a lot of like the lyrics with like ghoulish stuff. But you're right. I yeah. think that's what gives Thriller that, that staying power. And then I also think of, um, hold up. Now all I can think about is like for baby by Justin Bieber. I know mm-hmm. you're haunted. Yeah. I yeah, know yeah, you're yeah. scared. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, in, it's like in, uh, love actually when, uh, when, uh, that character, he has to make a Christmas song and he swaps out all like the love stuff for Christmas stuff or whatever. It's like doing that. Um, but also about that part in that movie. Yeah, honestly, like the best part in that movie. I mean, when I go back and look at that movie, and I don't want to talk too much about it. It's like there's some bullshit that goes on in that movie. But that that segment with his manager and he ends up staying with him because he really loves him. Like that was really cool. But mm-hmm. I digress. But that's also why I think like uh, Rob Zombie. I know we talked about Rob Zombie the last episode, you know, because all of his shit, for the most part, there's maybe like a handful of songs that aren't in like the horror realm all of his shit though is like about that. But I think with with it being atmospheric, it allows you to like listen to it all year round, but definitely pump that shit up around Halloween time. So um next now question look, for you. What? Now I'm look up. Go ahead. I'm looking up Rob Zombie lyrics. Oh yeah. Um what's the best Halloween costume you've ever seen? Ever seen? Ever seen? I know it's a I know it's a bit of a jump from. Ooh, that's hard. Um, best Halloween costume? Or like, what are some standouts? What are some standout costumes? You're like, you know what? One year I saw this, and that was that was pretty cool. I I really I think that like group and or family costumes are actually the things that get me because independent costumes are like, oh yeah, you just got a lot of money, fine, whatever. But, like, I've seen a father dressed up as Ash Ketchum, the mother dressed up as Misty, and the kids dressed up as, like, Pokemon. I'm like, that's super cute. Um, uh, shit. I, you know, uh, I saw a mario theme one where someone was, like, the star, and someone was Yoshi, and someone was Mario. Like, that stuff is cool. Uh, I'm trying to think of, like, one that by itself... Uh, you know, here's the thing. The the reason I'm having difficulty is the Halloween costumes I think I really, really like are borderline cosplay. You know what I mean? Where it's just yeah. like super high detail, um, you know, going all out sort of thing. Which those are things that they don't that I think people wear for Halloween, but it's not I wouldn't consider that a Halloween costume. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. So like you're talking about like when they someone dresses up like uh, Boba Fett or something like that. Yeah, yeah, but they look, <clears throat> but they've gone through the thing of like weathering down the pack, and because you know you mm-hmm. can buy Boba Fett costumes, but like you know they usually like those zip on like suits or whatever that everything's just like screen printed on and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But those aren't. I think those are fun, but I don't think that they are like. I never consider those to be good. Yeah. Sure. No, you know, I saw someone with like that actually spent money on a really good Power Rangers costume and they actually got the helmet that you could put on and off and everything like that. Mm-hmm. That shit was good. Yeah. That shit was real good. Yeah. What about you? 
I have two answers. I've I have a specific one and then just a general one when it's done well. Both from movies, oddly enough. Um anytime someone does a good uh Jareth, you know, David Bowie's character from Labyrinth. Mm-hmm. That's because that that to me is Halloweeny and like just that movie itself. Um, do they have to have the the, the white ties that are so tight that you can see his you social the, security yeah, number? Lavender, t- yeah, you got to do the full, yeah, the, the the full ride, even the little little crystal, like all that kind of stuff. Like when someone goes whole hog on a on a Jareth costume, go like, go, right. go go <laughs> whole hog. That's funny. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, but the best costume so far is uh, was it last year? Diddy's Joker. Do you see clips of that shit? Mm-hmm. He like yeah. became that character and. Again, Joker for a movie, but also, you know, I align Joker with like Halloween and stuff like that. It's kind of spooky, but yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, just that. I've just, seen a just couple fact- really good Batman costumes in general. <clears throat> Batman yeah. seems to be an easy one you can do, though. I just like that idea of Diddy. He became he like was that dude for that entire night. You know, going right around the streets of L.A. like fucking getting out and and just you know acting up and, and dragging you know that, that clip of him dragging the gun and like all that kind of stuff that clip where he almost got into a fight and he broke character and then he got yeah. back into character again i'm like dude wh- i've seen monsters ball monsters ball i mean he's only in it for a minute but it's like man diddy you got some acting chops dude like so i i think it's funny that you mentioned joker because i've been uh since since you know the the murder of Tupac has had a new, you know, oh uh, yeah, uh, resurgence. <clears throat> Have you seen the conspiracy theories that like Diddy is actually getting all the people around him killed off if yes. the second they start to write tell? So I'm just like, part of me is like, I kind of believe it. Really, I. It's just a you know coincidences are one thing but to say like all the people that you started a record label with as they start to tell their story die of heart mm-hmm. attacks or mm-hmm. things that look like heart attacks i'm just so like i don't know yeah that being said nothing i can do about it i've had and i have i have heard people say like diddy wouldn't be diddy if uh biggie smalls didn't die right like he, you know, but um, every breath I take. What's the rumor that he has to pay Sting like two thousand dollars a day or some shit like that for sampling that song? Really? I don't know if it's true or not, but yeah, I've heard that before. I'll be missing you. Which is Any a which better, way? which is a better line because the the I'll be watching you. No, no, no. I dude, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be 100 percent honest, and I'm not throwing shade at Sting anybody but like that bass line i mean yeah it's it's good but it's like yeah that i don't know music can be funny sometimes it's funny circling back because you just mentioned like you know we're talking about music at the beginning i honestly think like like the straight up like not lyrics but like the music you know the musicality of it it's like it can be kind of crazy because then i think of like the white stripes and that bass line in seven nation army that just like it's so simple Boom, and it just boom, it just boom, took boom, over, boom, boom, yeah, boom. just took over everything. You know? It's the space that they allow around it, you know. <clears throat> yeah, 
Yeah. But still, I don't want to give you the dramaturgy of the song. But <laughs> I think it's more so the way you said it. It's the dramaturgy of the song. You know, you just kind of like. <laughs> I was Jamaican. Fucking all of a sudden. Willy Wonka ass, you know. Um, yeah, so we're, we're doing Haunted Mansion this go round. The 2023 and the new one. We we didn't do the Eddie Murphy on that's Mansion because one. we love ourselves. Yeah. We knew that one was garbage, but we did do the Muppets Haunted Mansion. Yes, which yes. was kind of a one-off, shorter experience. I have a question for you about this before we get into it. Um, obviously, this is another movie based off of a theme park, and I guess what they thought the Eddie Murphy one was going to take off and it didn't. And maybe they just kind of sat on their hands for a while. Cause they're like, nah, there's some shit to this haunted mansion stuff. We're going to try it again. I have no idea. Yeah. Is the theme I, park ride or the attraction. Sorry. What were you going to say? No, go ahead. One thing I like about this movie. And again, I haven't seen the one with Eddie Murphy. So I don't know if it's in that one, but I do like the fact that this one's very much rooted in like New Orleans and like, you know, the Cajun and you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Is the theme park attraction also Rooted in that, yeah. yeah. You're going into like an old plantation esque sort of sort of place, like old plantation building with the columns and stuff like that. It's not so much like it's not so like hoodoo-y and voodoo-y. It mm-hmm. is this, but there is still the storyline of like this is a mansion that houses 999 souls. You have like you might be the thousandth soul. That's the whole storyline. Oh, for real. Um, yeah, and like it's I love I love the Haunted Mansion ride because what they do is they have the stretching room, right? Um so like there's a scene in the movie when I spoil anything. Well kind of spoil anything. Yeah, we are. This is the, yeah, we are. the Tell the show. truth. Tell the, the truth. Show. So you know the the scene in this movie where they're like riding the gargoyles up to the top, right? Um there is when you enter the ride, when you enter Haunted Mansion, you go through the queue and you're in like a a fucking decrepit old mansion or whatever. And then when you get there, when you get to the elevator, it's a big room. It's a big, big circle, right? And uh, there's a ghost that comes on and he's like, oh, you know, this, this mansion, you're about to enter a place where things aren't always like they seem. Like for this, for like, for instance, this room is growing. And so like they have like, yes. I give that spooky voice a four and a half. Well, that's Continue. fine. That's fine. Uh, but whatever. But so like it's actually I think it's actually like the elevator moving down. And the way that they have the things in the rooms, they have like these paintings that are um that have frames that stretch with it. So it looks like the room is stretching up as opposed to you going down. And in the paintings you'll see stuff like uh this woman sitting there looking sad, but as it stretches down, you see the morbid things of like her husband like you know at his grave with like an axe through a skull so like as the pictures grow that's when they become grotesque and spooky right but you're looking up the whole time and then they say something like oh but now you can't escape just like this man and you look up and there is at the very top a hanged man (laughs) it's like lightning flashes you see the body of a hanged man like he says you can't escape just like i couldn't and then you hear like the yeah, it's weird. And then the doors open and you get into these uh, ride vehicles that look like big black domes, 
right? And they, they each sit two people, and then you're just like going through the mansion and shit shaking, and you go through the cemetery where all the ghosts are having a party, and they have a crystal ball with Madame Leota like quoting stuff at you the whole time. And then you you pass all these like little scenes, and one of the biggest one is like this this bride who like killed who like was betrayed and she cut her own heart out. And so now she like, there's some morbid ass shit in there. Right. And then there is at the, there's this trick at the end of the ride um, where your chair turns and you're facing these mirrors and there are ghosts in between you uh, that like ride along with you. So the idea of like a ghost leaving with you as you leave the, it all comes from the ride and shit like that. Um, but yeah, it is it is like vaguely southern, but it's a little it's it's still goofy. Mm-hmm. Um but there's a lot that whole ride is just like tricks of the eye and illusions and stuff like that. And like doors yeah. shaking and voices. Ooh, and- sounds spooky. Hey guys. Oh hi. You know what else is spooky? Yes, choice. This, tr- this I trivia. Give that, I give that I give that spooky voice uh five point seven. What? She got a higher score than me? Out of 10? Mm-hmm. Room to grow. Room to grow. Room to improve. Mm-hmm. Mine's terrible. You know, you know who has a great spooky voice? Lil' Kim. Because she's really finding her voice and doing that. So she's so a monster. She's a 10 out of 10. Uh, and you know what else is 10 out of 10? Trivia. My beat. Drop it. Who is ready? Me, my lord. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Well, classic trivia, because what else would we be doing? Jordan, for 500 points. Yes. Now, we know this isn't the first Haunted Mansion movie. Right here on this podcast, we've covered the Muppets version. And about 20 years ago, we were graced with the Eddie Murphy version. Eddie was going to make a cameo in this. Why did he not make a cameo? A. He had scheduling conflicts. B. Eddie wanted $500,000 for one day of filming. Or C. He wanted a bigger role in the film. Oh. I mean, I hope it's not B. I could see C. But scheduling conflicts just kind of—it seems like the catch-all shit. He is coming out with the Christmas movie this year, so they're probably filming it around the same time. Yep, Candy Cane Lane on Amazon Prime. Ooh, are we gonna do that for Holly Jolly Jingle Jangle, whatever the hell y'all call it? Maybe, maybe we'll see. Um, Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go scheduling conflicts. No, it was B. He wanted $500,000 for a one-day filming. Get that on, bag, Eddie. Eddie. Nah, nah. Get a girl. Don't rent out your time, as he Dave would say. He didn't get the bag, so. That's true. Nah. That's true. <laughs> well, you know, you can't get something if you never try for it. So, you know, keep them standards high, good sir. TJ, mm-hmm. for 500 points, Lakeith Stanfield and Jamie Lee Curtis are in this movie, in case you missed it. 
I, I also listeners, I didn't watch this movie, but I am going to because I think this cast is stacked. Anyway, not the question. Uh, this is the first time they've reunited on a film since what movie? So the last movie that Lakeith Stanfield and Jamie Lee Curtis were in. I don't together. know who that first person is, but go for it. Lakeith Stanfield? He's the main guy. <gasps> oh, okay. Also in, um, I mean, some of these movies that I'm going to mention, but he's also in, um, oh, what was that telemarketer one? Sorry to oh, bother you. Uh, Sorry to bother, bother you. you. He's great that in that movie. Really yeah. I'm a big fan of his. Anyway, uh, is it A, Halloween Ends, B, Someone Great, or C, Knives Out? Ooh. These are There's all real movies. I, I know they're all real movies. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> all right, Mr. Corey. Say, what the fuck is that, Feldman? Yeah. Who the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bad at I've always been bad at celebrity names. I'm sorry. Um <laughs> I'm gonna come say back, come back in. No, no, no. Nope. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say C. Let's see Knives Out. That's a good movie too. If if y'all have mm-hmm. not seen it, I love it. Is good. Glass Onion was good too. I didn't see. I didn't watch Glass Onion. I think that was one that Jordan was watching over the summer while he was not teaching class and uh, babysitting. I got the summertime. And I was working. So. Uh, all right. Well, that brings us to our everyday W points opportunity opportunities. Yeah. And we've got TJ at 500 points, Jordan at zero points. Our category is <coughs> the ghosts of trivia past. Mm-hmm. That's right, my fine gentlemen. We've done a haunted mansion movie before, and this is my formal request to do the Eddie Murphy version for the next spooktacular, by the way. Are you feeling lucky? Do you remember those questions from our last haunted mansion trivia outing? I guess we'll find out. Jord, would you like to take this opportunity every day to double your points? I mean, sure. Double yeah. your pleasure, double so what, is, what, what do I? What am I wage? What do I get? You can get a thousand points. Yeah, yeah. sure. There you go. Uh, Kim Irvine played Kim, the haunted mansion maid in the Muppet version. But what special connection does she have to the haunted mansion attraction? I know this. A. Her mother helped design the original attraction. B. Her mother is the face of Madame Leota from the original attraction. Or C, her mother went into labor while Kim was going. Wait, what? Her mother went into labor with Kim while going through the ride. This was a question on the last trivia? Mm-hmm. On the last Haunted Mansion trivia. Mm-hmm. So she either she popped her out in the ride. What was no, the no, no. Went two? into labor with her. Oh. While going through help, the ride. The other one was help design it, and the other one was her mo- her mom's face is the face of... Madame Leota. Madame Iota or whatever. Leota from the original <clears throat> from the original attraction, which I don't know where that one's... Well, that, that sounds like a Leota crap, because <laughs> I... <laughs> um, I take psychic damage. <laughs> See... <laughs> I don't know. C. I don't fucking remember the the other trivia. Is it C? Oh. It's, C sounds 
C sounds just like far fetched enough to be true. Sir, I'm gonna need a final. Easy. I'm gonna need a final answer from you. Yeah, I'm gonna go with C. No, it was her mother. Is the face of Madame Leota mm. from the original attraction? And uh, I knew this. I knew this. TJ, Next but do season, you, you should be able to put in steals? But that's fine. Do but do you know this? The Muppet characters are truly. You didn't ask timeless. me if I want to double. Oh, do you want to? Do you want to double? Yes. Okay. Okay. The Muppet characters are truly timeless, but did you know there's a way to tell the older Muppets from the younger ones? By your face, I'm going to just say no, maybe you didn't, but uh, I'm going to have you tell me how you can distinguish them anyway. Is it A, you can tell by their pupil size, B, you can tell by their mouth shape, or C, you can tell by their outfits? So there's a distinguishing feature. That tells you old Muppets from young Muppets. What is it? You said pupil size, mouth shape. And outfit. Or I'm saying pupil size. It is their pupil size. Look at that. Spectacular. <laughs> Add it again. Coming through. Uh, okay, so at Coming the end through. of that, it is time for... Wait, hold on. Hang on, hang on. I had a burp. Okay, okay. Wait, is there, even a, is there even a point? I don't have you any... You get 300 points. You can get 300 points. Hmm. You know what you're not going to do, Kim? Sound like a woman possessed. Contain yourself, please. Die. Die. Because every time we get that question, every time... George, she just told you to die. No, I'm going to die. I'm going. That was my death rattle. You're going okay. to be a single father, George. Are we ready for all the Our category is, um, I didn't actually write the category out, so I don't have anything super clever. It's uh, Mr. Worldwide. Box office numbers. Mr. Worldwide. Ka-ching. Ka-ching. Uh, so, TJ, what would you like to wager? 300 points. All right. And then, Jordan, you are you playing for like 300. <laughs> Why are you worried about it? Uh, okay. So, it is a type it in. And as we've established... I think I used this exact wording a little bit ago. I'm very sleepy. Anyway, uh, as we've established, this is not the first Haunted Mansion outing. Can you tell me the combined worldwide box office numbers for this 2023 version and the 2003 version? The Muppets was only released on streaming, so uh, no box office for them. And I will give you credit if you get within 10 million. The combined... The combined the box office. The combined off- total of worldwide box offices between the two movies. <laughs> that sounds so dejected. I do, I, do, I do remember like a lot of people going to see the Eddie Murphy one. I definitely had it on DVD. I don't know if I still have it. Because I can't remember if it was before or after Pirates. Obviously, it came out in the same year. But I think we were like in that we're, like Disney ride, you know. 
We were high on Disney Live Action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm, I think the box office for that is probably a lot higher than, than we might assume. Huh? The box office for this. I don't think the box office for this was that great because it was a Halloween movie come out in the middle of summer. Yeah, why did they do that? They did it so that way they could time the release for Disney Plus. Let's be honest. And they didn't. And they um, didn't want to just release another film on Disney Plus. So yeah, but going, didn't they go up against Oppenheimer and Barbie? No, not yeah. the same weekend, but like. Oh yeah, the I mean, like next if, weekend. If it was the summer and you were releasing a movie, just like shut it down. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. All right, I got my, I got mine in. Me too. All right, send in three, two, one. Jordan says 270 million. TJ says 580 million. And the answer was 297,936,342. And you know what? Since since neither of you got within 10, I'll give it to Jordan for being closest. Because I'm the trivia master and I can do that. And let me get a minus 300 for TJ. Uh, So that brings our round total to Jordan at 300, TJ at 1,200, and our season four standings to, as my spreadsheet loads, Jordan at 31,067 points and TJ at 32,317 points for a difference of 1,250. Still anybody's game. Duke Silver. <laughs> Do, don't you dare. <laughs> All right, my fine gentlemen. I um, have some nightly activities to carry on to, uh, which might just What are you, fucking Batman? <laughs> I was going to say. I don't know. Have you ever seen me and Batman in the same room? I have some nightly activities to attend to. I have some between that, to, but I between mean, that and dramaturgy of the song, both of y'all on some different shit. <laughs> you just mad. Stay mad though. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah. What are y'all? Fucking, my shoulders off. What is Get this? Fucking, this ain't no schoolyard. Ain't no schoolyard. Play me out. Play me out. Well done. Well Thank done, you. sir. So I, I'm I'm starting to realize a trend. That if you I say should... if you say for a second that it's yeah, every time Spooktacular comes around, you just be dropping the ball. Then maybe we should just go to our uh <laughs> It's fine. Just... It's fine. No, no, I'm I'm no, I'm noticing that too. I'm noticing that too. It's very much. Yeah. It's very much October. Just it's, now. it's very much October baseball in this in this mug. You know what I mean? I mean, you just got real mad for no reason. But that's fine. No, do I not have a reason, TJ? Is there no reason? I mean, just, just be better. See, it's that. It's that stuff. I try. I try to. I try to stop that. I try to stop that. Here's that's the thing. why I say 
if we if we competed at anything and I was just like, good job, you'd be like, who the fuck are you? What do you mean? If I good just job. said, yeah. No, 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 no. If I just said, good job, man, and moved on, you wouldn't mm-hmm. know what to do with your goddamn self. You mean if I beat You'd, you? Either or. You'd be like, you'd be like, the next day you'd be like, hey, I just want to check on you. Make mm-hmm. sure you're mm-hmm. okay. Tell me otherwise. I mean, yeah, maybe, but it's also like, you know, I'm not trying to hear any of that. I'm not, I'm not trying to like voluntarily hear any bullshit. Then fool, you better pick another friend. <laughs> <laughs> it's what you signed up for. Tell me you ain't trying to voluntarily <laughs> hear. You better find somebody else then. Nice knowing you, I uh, guess. Shit. No, no, because I've seen what else is out there, and it ain't it ain't shit. You know what I mean? I'm just <laughs> like, man. <laughs> like, everyone else is actually yeah. bullshit, so. Everyone else is like, I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, but, this, let's uh, let's go get our drinks, and let's come back talk about Haunted Mansion. So unless you are about to be the thousandth ghost from Mr. Hatbox or whatever it is. Is Mr. Hatbox in the thing? The Hatbox Ghost. Ooh, I have stories about the Hatbox Ghost, but, you know, we don't have to talk about it here, so. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I got I got stories about the water park. We don't have to talk about those here either, so, okay. I swear to God, we got to go. <laughs> we got to go. <laughs> and we're back. Jordan, how was your trip to the fridge? Mm, good. You know what I got? Mm, what? I really wanted to get... Uh, here's the thing. There's not a lot of, like, spooky time beers in the stores right now. <laughs> what? I'm laughing because I was about to pull a you and be like, I didn't ask you for a story about your beer. I asked you what beer you got. <laughs> the older we get. You know what? I want to go back and listen to, like, season one episodes now. And just like how we were <laughs> back then, probably the same. I mean, yeah, probably. Anyway, not well, a lot of spooky time beers. Spooky beers. Right. I think like mid October is when we're going to get a lot of those. But there are a lot of Oktoberfests. I got an Oktoberfest that I've never tried. This is from Tup's Brewery. That's a, a local, or not a local, but a, a Texas uh, brewery. They typically do like the full grown Jack and the full grown Nick. Remember those like. Thick, like, you know, seasonal beers. So this is what I got. Something to, you know, kick off the season. Dope. Um, what about you? I'm drinking another Southern Tier Caramel Pumpkin. It just feels like it just like I'm yeah. going to show you the label and like he's just spooky. Let me see it. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Like he, he's spook- and he's buff, too. Mm-hmm. And he's cooking. Shit. Mm-hmm. Spooky muffin knows his way around the kitchen. My kind of man. Uh, you ain't saying nothing. Right? Um, <laughs> right. I feel like in a world where if you if you had if you were so inclined to be with another man, I don't think he could be I think he'd have to be buff. You'd have to be like he'd have to be fit. One hundred percent. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. I would, it's like, I'm talking like bag of hammers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. You have to be like, together we can lift a car, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying to, you know, 
like I was telling y'all when I went to the park and there was that dad with his shit all flopping around without a shirt running around with his kids. I'm like, get your shit together, man. You know? <laughs> I understand. I'm not trying to body shame, but it's like time and place. You know what I mean? Time and place. Right, right. Um, Cool. So, yeah, we saw, we watched Haunted Mansion, which which we love to watch. I'm not going to say if you loved it or not. But to, I'm just going to ask from the jump because I made a bet at the end of last episode. Am I putting down a deposit for Disney in your name? No. Okay, great. Because that uh, Monsters was dog <laughs> shit. Monsters was dog shit. Anyways, uh, 2023 film, like we said, it came out uh, in July. Uh, which is still a really weird time. Here's the thing. It actually released in Disneyland on July 25th and then uh, everywhere else on July 28th. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, but also it's like, why that Why that time? I don't know. It's weird. Uh, oh, I guess to get on Disney Plus now. Yeah. That's what you said earlier. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, the, the cast is stacked. It's Lakeith Stanford, Rosario Dawson. Here's the thing. I love Rosario Dawson. She is so good. I love her in just about everything. Um, except for Josie and the Pussycats. Um, Owen Wilson, Tiffany Haddish, who I really feel is, is coming into her own as an as an actor. Uh, we got Jamie Lee Curtis uh, as Madame Leota. We have Jared Leto. In as, this? The hat box, as the hat box as goes. the hat box goes can i just say something really quick and I'm, I'm not trying to be an asshole but it's like i'm kind of i'm reaching jamie lee curtis fatigue mm. is it because like all she does is like spooky scary stuff now no because she was in everything everywhere all at once and, and then she went she won an oscar for that so it's like we're going to be seeing her in a lot of things now but every time she kind of Granted, I haven't seen it. I don't know. Does it get spooky and scary, that movie? No. No. I don't know. Every time she kind of pops up, I'm like... It's kind of the same thing like when Bill Murray pops up in a thing, but every time Bill Murray pops up in a thing, I laugh because he's just he's just funny he's to me. He's Bill Murray, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm reaching to the point where it's like, okay, Jamie Lee Curtis, you can kind of rest for a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I think she seems like the type of person who's like maybe like five years away from retiring. You know, because mm-hmm. she's done so much. She deserves to rest. Maybe too, because to she looks just like my mom. Mm. You see it, don't mm-hmm. you? I do. I do. Any which way. That's also, all. introducing who uh, who is a, a revelation to me, uh, Chase W. Dillon as as the son in this movie, who I thought did really damn well. Um, as far as ch- child actors go, how actually how old is he? Let me let me let me make sure. Oh, he's thirteen. He went to st- what? And he started a scholarship fund for Stanford. All right, go off, boy. Um, but either way, the director for this movie uh, also previously directed Bad Hair and Dear White People, so he is. He's relatively new to the scene. He's working his way through shit. He's he's getting the but he his third movie landing that Disney 
that Disney, which is great. Um, there had been plans to reboot the series after uh, two thousand after the two thousand three f- film with uh, Guillermo del Toro on the books to write and produce, but obviously that didn't happen. Uh, and then this movie fell into developmental hell until they found a screenwriter and all this other good stuff. Um, real quick, the main villain of this movie, and I'm really not giving anything away because you, because if you know any, if you know Disney lore, you quickly learn that the main villain of this movie is the Hatbox Ghost, and the Hatbox Ghost is one of the more interesting, like Disney like ride things because during when the Haunted Mansion opened in 69, right before that, they had those like, um, that Disney show that showed up on ABC that like gave you behind the scenes onto the rides and stuff like that. And the Hatbox ghost was like highly, highly, uh, promoted. And, and the idea is that the ghost carries a hat box and the effect is that his head goes away and then it appears in the hat box. Right. And then it goes back. Right. Um, and it was in place when the ride opened for um, cast members, for park employees and stuff like that, uh, on August 6th and 7th of 1969. But it was immediately obvious that like the ride wasn't dark enough for you to not see the second head in the hat box, right? So the illusion was broken. And they tried to fix it for months, for like a couple months, and they can never really do it. So they just took it out. And guess when it came back? Uh, it came back uh, in tw- uh, twenty fifteen. That long? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. They tried it in. They tried it in <clears throat> Disneyland as well uh, in seventy four. Well, they have one. They had one in Disneyland in seventy four, but it seemed like it was a simpler design. Um, and so, like, it just wasn't the same, right? But, yeah, from 69 to 2015, and they were constantly like, we have to do it, we have to do it, we have to do it, we have to do it. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. That is. It's crazy. Um, and I think that when it did come back, it was only in the Disneyland version, and I don't think that it got put into the Disney World version until... Uh, twenty twenty three. Yeah, it's crazy. It is. It's crazy. But now it's a really cool effect, or whatever. Uh, but great. I digress. This movie opens uh with uh with our boy Lakeith playing a uh, a man named Ben Mathis, who's an astrophysicist, and he meets this woman named Alyssa during um a new year's party uh and she does ghost tours and they kind of are like yeah our jobs is to teach people to see the unseen um and they you can tell that they're about to go into this like whirlwind romance right and then like you know they they're like oh happy new year or whatever and they cheers and they drink and they give each other this look of like oh yeah but then flash forward to you know i don't know how many years later but he's bends at a bar his hair is longer. It's in locks now. He's drinking too much. And the bartender says, like, oh, you don't have to keep doing her tours. So you already get this idea that something's happened to her. Um, 
and he kind of on this tour he he kind of has a spat with the tour guests about like we all go to dirt there's no such thing as like the afterlife there's no such thing as go stop this bullshit and actually from this moment i actually found myself pleasantly surprised even within this first like 10 15 minutes because i was like oh this actually has story that's connected to character i thought the humor was pretty funny because like there's those two women who are named carol they're like oh my gosh your name's carol i'm carol that's so funny Mm -hmm. he's like it's actually a pretty common name you know like stuff like that he calls them the carols and so like things like that i was like oh this is actually this is pretty funny um for being what it is um but yeah he goes home uh and someone knocks on his door the next day, right? Uh, no, wait. Then so yeah. Either way, he's he's doing the he's doing the fucking tour. He's like, all right, let's go. And then we cut over to Rosario Dawson, Gabby, and her son Travis, who are moving into this uh to this house, uh the Grace the Gracie Manor, um, and she wants to open a bed and breakfast. She used to be a doctor. She wants to open a bed and breakfast, and she has this big old house. And almost immediately, the sun starts to see things move and see ghosts and stuff like that, right? And she's, yes, yes, Jordan. This part was pretty freaky, bro. Mm-hmm. So I watched this with my kids and my son especially. He was like, it's kind of freak." Him and we both were like, ah! You know, like, it was... It was a good time. This is a good time with the kids. I'll say that. They pu- yeah, they they push out the jump scares pretty early. Yeah. And then um, I was as I was watching it, I was like this might be his first like scary, you know what I mean? Like cuz this is PG-13. I didn't know that going into it. It and might be like, a legit like kids first scary yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was having a good time. Um so yeah, and so that happens, and the sons are like, "Mom, this place is haunted," and she's like, "No, no," and she sees something happen, and she just goes, "Yeah, we're not staying here," which Loved is, it. yeah, it was like, yeah, yeah, thank you for the realistic reaction, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And then like they're driving away, and then you see the silhouette of the hatbox ghost, and he just says, "You'll be back," and the whole time you're like, "Why the fuck will you be back?" Right? Um. Now we cut over back to Ben, who has a knock at the door, and Owen Wilson's character, uh, who is uh, dressed as a priest, shows up, and he's all, Kent, he's all like, hey, so I heard that you created a camera that could, like, catch what they call the ghost particle. He's like, that's what the fucking news called it, what the fuck ever, right? And he's like, well, there's this woman who's willing to pay $2,000 for you to come and prove that her house is haunted. Again, this little scene right here, it, it edged on Disney corny, but there was still some really good comedic timing here. Um, and so he goes, he's like, okay, for $2,000, I'll go down there, right? But his camera, the battery dies in the car, but he doesn't say anything to him, right? So he meets Gabby, he meets uh, Travis, but before he comes in, Gabby's all like, no, you know what, don't come in. He's like, no, I'm coming in. I'm here to get my money. So he goes in and they're all like, Travis and Gabby are interacting with the houses. Like there are ghosts everywhere and they know how things are going to move. Right. But he's playing like the skeptic and he is fake taking photos. He's like, click. He says like with his mouth and shit like that. 
and then at the end of it, he's like, you don't have any ghosts, whatever. But he looks at a picture of a, at a mariner, right? And you see the eyes shift a little bit, which again, I was like, thank you. It wasn't this big dramatic, like drawn out, like eyes scroll. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the things that we have seen before. It's like this subtle thing that if you're not paying attention, right? because it makes him even question. He's like, did I see that? I don't, I don't really think I saw that. Um, so he's like, oh, you have no ghosts. It's fine. Um, and he leaves and Rosario Dawson's character, uh, his son, her son is all like, we're just going to let him go. She's like, don't worry, he'll be back. Right. So there's already some like spookiness around it about like what's actually happening. And the great thing is they, they don't answer the question right now of like, why are, why are Gabby and Travis back? Cause they left. Mm, yeah. Like, but they're back. Why are they back? Yeah. Jordan. This like. I remember watching this moment and I was like, I don't really like Rosario Dawson's acting in this. Really? But when the reveal happens up here soon, I'm like, oh, that's why I didn't. I wasn't supposed to. She was supposed to come off kind of wooden and and fake, you know, (laughs) because I remember watching this segment. I'm like, bro, is this how she's going to be the whole movie? Like, this is like. She yeah. legit looks like someone who's just like reciting a line, you know? Yeah. And then, yeah. But so he goes home and then he starts getting haunted by the Mariner. Right. Um, who it's tells dope. him, who tells him return, return. And it's everything from like first the TV's changing. Then he's laying in bed and water dripping on his face. Then he opens the door and the sea rushes Fish in. Sticks. Fish sticks just come out right. of him and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and then like he goes to get coffee. He's like, okay, I can't be in the house. And he goes to get coffee and like the Mariner pushes the coffee off the table. Um, and he takes a photo of the Mariner with his camera. He can see the outline of him. He's still not believing it. And then he goes to open his front door and the sea rushes out and pushes him out into the street. And he's like, return, you have to go back. Right. And so he pulls up and who's sitting on the curb, but Gabby and Travis and Gabby just says right on time. And so you're like, okay, something it's fucking happening here. And then that's when she reveals, like, the second you walk into this house, you, a ghost attached itself to you. You really can't leave. We tried everything. We tried to leave. We 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 left the state. We lived in hotels. Also, but the, the hauntings got worse and worse and worse until we returned, which I was like, okay, that's dope. Yeah, that's really uh, cool. And, and then you find out that Owen Wilson's character, Kent, had also walked through the door, and he had tricked uh um ben to come and ben's ben is here's the thing i liked about this all of their reactions are rightfully pissed you know what i mean ben's like what the fuck and she was all like you have to understand i do whatever it takes to take care of my son and i heard that you were the best so yeah i tricked you but like fucking deal with it right um so yeah they are uh they're going around. They're like, okay, we, we need to figure something out here. Yes. If I can, sorry, if I can go back because it makes that – I was trying to gather my thoughts. It makes that moment later, that sort of like sappy kind of emotional moment where they're all together, that mm-hmm. much – hit that much harder because this relationship – these relationships started on such shaky, tense grounds like that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I like that. Yeah, which here's the thing about this movie. I'll say this out front. Um, Lakeith is acting his ass off in this movie, which 
He didn't have to. Um, he walks around this movie with like an actual sense of like grief and despair of like loss throughout the whole entire thing, which makes his character very vulnerable. But it also, the writing also does the thing that we liked at the, in the first two thirds of jungle cruise where like, Mm -hmm. he's obviously pushing them away with humor and there's a reason for it, but the humor feels good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I I really love this whole character from, from his performance to the style you know, mm-hmm. um, it was a really good turn for him. Yeah. Um, but basically they're like, okay, we can't handle this on our own. We need something. We need someone that's going to help. They're like, we need someone who knows something about this mansion. And we also need someone who can like talk to these ghosts. Right. So they seek out Harriet, who is a medium and they seek out, um, the, and it, that's played by Tiffany Haddish. And then, um, we, they seek out, uh, this, this professor Bruce Davis, who's played by Danny DeVito, which I forgot how funny Danny DeVito is. Yeah. He's he's so good. Um, but basically, they trick, uh, they get the the blueprints of the house from from Danny DeVito's character. They convince Tiffany Hash's character to come with them, and they at first they're like, she ain't got no real powers, but you find out that she does have real powers in like a moment of like, does she? Doesn't she? Uh, um, and that's fun by the way they come to the house they're like we have to find the room uh, to have a seance they find a room which uh, I think that the one thing I I'm, I always appreciate about Disney movies especially Disney live action movies is that all the sets have this like intricate sort of Rue Goldberg device sort of thing like yeah there's a you have to push a panel to open a thing that pulls a lever that pours the thing that you then like, right? Like everything feels like it is ritual. Um, so here we are. We're in the, we're in the seance room. And again, Tiffany Haddish is coming with the family comedy. And I think in a really great way, she's like, I have to do a trance and she starts snoring and they're like, is she just asleep? And she wakes up. She's like, y'all want me to do this or not? And, the, and you know, Gabriel, uh, um, uh, Rosario Dawson, I almost said Gabrielle Union. Rosario Dawson is like, yeah, no, go get comfortable again, right? And she starts snoring again, and they're like, no, this this bitch just sleep. And then she wakes up and she starts to seance and stuff like that. Um, but then they find out that the person who owned this place, he just writes on the note like, find, uh, like go find Leota, right? Whatever that means. And so they're like, all right, we have to go do that. And then Bruce ar- arrives because he's like, I want to see this old haunted house, right? Um, all the while, the hatbox ghost is like fucking shit up, right? He's trying to throw them out of the house. He throws Harriet out the house. Bruce shows up. He throws Bruce out the house. They end up having to go to the hospital for Bruce. The ghosts are following them there, wreaking all this havoc. They sneak Bruce out. And then, again, they have the conversation where, because Harriet leaves, And she comes back. She's like, why the fuck didn't y'all tell? Everyone is like, why the fuck didn't you tell me that if I walk in here, I'd be fucking trapped because shit's haunted me, right? Uh, Again, very realistic. No one's just like, well, I guess I'm here. Everyone has a reason to get out. Everyone's like not happy with the situation. Um, But yeah, then they find Madame Leota, who is played by Jamie Lee Curtis. You hear the story about how uh, the... The person who owned the house 
wanted to get his his wife back so he hired madame leota to have a seance every day for a year which like created a break in the realm between you know the spirit side and the human side and all these ghosts start flooding in and then this spirit came in as well right and it ends up being the hatbox ghost um there's also this like kind of b storyline where um where Harriet's all like, yo, Ben, I can tell that you're sad, right? Yeah. And, like, he's like, after the seance happens, that's right, he's like, can you contact my wife? And she's like, he's, she's not here. And he's all sad about it. And she tells him about the, she's like, there's two sides to, you know, there's basically the, the other side, and there's this side, and anyone who is, like, occupying this side but should be in the other side their spirit just isn't rested so the fact that she's not here is a good thing blah 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 blah, blah right so they're all like madame yoda how do we beat him and they're like you have to find a piece of his that is like a thing of his so that way you can then use that in a banishing spell to banish him great we have the we have the goober we have the MacGuffin, we have the solution all the while little travis is like sad because he's fucking trapped in the house. He does go to school, but the kids fucking pick on him and they wonder why he has to go home early. And Ben and Travis start to connect. But Travis says something. He's like, Yeah, I talked to my dad the other day. And, you know, he says he wants me to see him again. And he's like, But don't tell mom. And Ben's like, Yeah, sure, I won't tell her anything. This is this is the one part where I was like, okay, I know exactly where this is going. Right. Yeah. But the thing is, the reason I know where this is going is because they have the line where Leota says the hatbox ghost needs a thousand souls. He has nine hundred and sixty six. Right. And the whole time I was like, OK, he has to get thirty three more souls or thirty four more souls. And then Danny DeVito's character is like thirty three people have died here since then. So yeah. he only needs one more soul. And I was like, OK. Um, yeah. This was when I kind of got ahead of the movie, but they do some nice twists and turns to kind of play on that. So when Ben's like, oh, yeah, I hear my dad. Like, I, I talked to my dad recently, but don't tell my mom. I was like, oh, yeah, your dad's totally dead. And the Hatbox Ghost is totally trying to convince you to, like, kill yourself. Yeah, I I got ahead of it, too. Again, not that I necessarily minded that but guarantee you my kids didn't get it didn't get ahead of it i just think you and right. i have seen enough of these things and we teach this shit so it's like you know you can kind of spot them uh, yeah. but i do agree the way that it is handled um they did some pretty surprising things at yeah. that moment and what was a reveal for my for my kids was you know just dramatic irony coming to a head for us so Oh, I yeah, think it it, work, it works either way. <clears throat> I think so, too. And then, you know, the other part of that is that Ben is also being tempted by the Hatbox Ghost to go with his wife to the other yeah. side, right? Yeah. Um, and so they're all like, okay, where the fuck do we have to go? Uh, we need to figure out exactly where we need to go. They have a reverse seance where Ben goes to the spirit world. He meets the owner of the house, right? And the owner of the house is like, Yo, like, we have to... He tells him, like, you shouldn't be here. That's when he sees the hatbox ghost face-to-face, right? And then he's able to take that image to a sketch artist at the police station. And I think a really funny scene, 
which is it's a really funny scene for three people sat down at a desk, right? Um, my favorite part is he's like, he's like, yeah, and he had eyes that are like kind of sunk back like this. Mm-hmm. Like he just leans back. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah, cool. Yeah, sure. He doesn't have any eyelids. Why would he? Um, by the way, the sketch artist creates an image of the hatbox ghost, what he would look like in real life. They use that to cross-reference. And then you find this whole entire story about the person who is the hatbox ghost having, I, f- I forget what it is. It's something like, oh, oh yeah. He was like ridiculed by people around town or whatever. So he got into some dark magic and he had all these parties with people who all, who used to mock him, but people just wouldn't leave because he was killing them for blood sacrifice. Like it gets really fucking dark. He was killing them for blood sacrifice to keep his, to keep his power and stuff like that. And then when he finally dies, he becomes this like great spirit in the underworld. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. This whole animation I thought was really cool too. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing is like, this is the kind of stuff that, needs to be like it's you're at the point where you need that ex, uh, the exposition just to get to the next thing and the fact that they didn't just do what i think other i'm going to use the word lesser back because i can't think of anything else but other like family halloween movies would have done where there's one person pacing back and forth with a book explaining to you know when everyone's like but why would he do that it says here you know what i mean there was none of that it's just like here's the information that you need to know um but yeah, he was abused by his father after his mother's death, ex- expelled from the home. He did all this stuff to, you know, he 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 uh, killed all these people. But his servants eventually revolted against him and cut off his head, right? And so he became this like super evil spirit. Um, and so they're like, "Cool, we know we need to go to this dude's manor to find the item that was his." And um, did you know? So, like, they go to, they're like, okay, we're going to take a tour and we're going to grab something that's his, right? And they get there and they're like, it's a three-hour tour. Uh, A three-hour tour. Yeah. (laughs) Did you know that that is uh, Winona Ryder? Yes. Yes. Did you know that Daniel Levy was the the entertainment tour guide? Yes. I didn't. I was like, Daniel Levy? Mm Mm-hmm. It was fun. Um, oh, wait. Oh, you're talking about did I know that they were going to be those roles beforehand? Yeah. Oh, no. I knew they were both in the movie, but I didn't know to what extent. I thought you were saying, like, when they were revealed, did I know it was them? No, no, no. Uh, but I was like, that's fun. Um, but basically, uh, and one the Mariner ghost I, who's attached to Ben. Sorry, real uh, quick. Falls I, lo- yeah. I loved Winona Ryder's fucking performance. It's so, so good. <laughs> This would be like, a three-hour tour. Bathroom breaks are prohibited. Um, and he's like, is that the real comb? She's like, no. He's it's like, a replica. Why is there in a glass case? <laughs> oh, man, that was great. Yeah, she she was the deadpanness of it was fantastic. Um, but the, the Mariner ghost has followed him, basically, right, uh, into the house. And they asked the Mariner, like, where do we have to go? And he writes on the fucking, he's like, you know, they basically realize that they have to find this dude's hat. They have to find his head. Cause his head is still in the mansion. Um, and the Mariners are like, yeah, we do need to find him. Also know that the last soul has to be willing. They have to willingly go. And they're like, all right, cool. So, uh, 
what's the son's name again? Travis, Travis, Mm -hmm. Travis, 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 what is Travis? Um, Travis finds a little crawl space underneath the house where all the bodies have been buried from before that, uh, that the hat box goes killed. He finds his hat. He's like, cool. We're going to take it back. Dope. Dope. At this point, everything's coming along. Let's flip back over to the other house, right? Where the hat box, go- where Dan DeVito's character has a heart attack, I guess, in a near death experience. And so because of that, he's able to be possessed by the hat box ghost. <laughs> and he has tied up uh, Tiffany Haddish and Rosario Dawson. And, you know, Owen Wilson and uh, Lakeith show back up and they're all like, all right, hey, how's everything going? He's like, oh, everything's fine, blah, blah, blah. And he's acting all stiff and stuff like that. Uh, Lakeith knows something's. Uh, uh, Owen Wilson realizes something's up. Lakeith is like, "I'm gonna go find, like, the the ladies." You know, Travis is. They're like, Travis, stay in the car because this is dangerous. Like all sorts of stuff. Yeah. All the while, Travis busts out a book, puts a pen down. And he's like, "Hey, Dad, I want to talk to you," which reveals like, "Oh, he has been talking to him this way the whole time." But the cool thing about this reveal is that there are pages. Of dialogue, right? Mm-hmm. But it also means that his dad's soul wasn't. Well, see, this is the question I have: Was the Hatbox Ghost manipulating him the whole time? I think, or so. was the dad's soul really there? I think the Hatbox Ghost was manipulating him the entire time, which is fucked up. Because we don't really get a lot of we don't really get a lot of answers for that, unless I fucking missed a throwaway line or something. We know. But it's like this could have been something that happened, started happening when they first arrived, you know, uh, right. when him and his mom first arrived. And yeah, so I think there's a lot of pages stuff. full of it. Right. Yeah. Um, and so blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> Hatbox ghost gets, uh, you know, pushed out. He has a ghost army. Uh, um, uh, Lakeith. Uh, save Stephanie Haddish and Rosario Dawson tell Stephanie Haddish go get Leota like she has to help us now uh, Leota's all like yo you have to free me but the only person but it has to be someone who truly has power and during mm-hmm. this time Tiffany Haddish is actually questioning if she has the ability right uh, because all this stuff has been happening to Ben and hasn't been happening to her um, Rosario Dawson's like we have to go get my son right uh, I because they catch on the fact that because he says oh no he's just yeah. talking to his father and Rosario Dawson's like he can't his father's dead and they all click like oh shit the hatbox ghost yeah. is manipulating him yeah I love this part of the movie this movie this does what some of my favorite movies do where it's like each character is now separated um and each sort of uh moment has a completely different feel but it's all related it's like owen wilson running from all these ghosts you know what i mean it's like it's kind of scooby-doo-ish and funny and yeah and everything and then you have like the more deep stuff with with this with travis and everything and everyone you know and 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 tiffany haddish sort of coming into her powers and coming in you know like gandalf or some shit like that it does that like epic you know what i mean like return of the Mm. jedi type shit where it's like the music is good yeah it's like we're following all these different characters they've all separated and doing their own thing Completely different vibes for each section, if you want to call it that, but all, you know, under the same umbrella. I thought I thought this was really fun. I really liked this part. You know, I I forgot to mention that there's a whole entire part 
where where Ben breaks down about his wife. Oh yeah, whenever he's like in that projection or whatever. And it's really like the acting in this section is so good. And that was the thing about this movie. I was like, this movie didn't have to go so hard. Yeah. This movie didn't have and I got a little teared up during that part because he was like, yeah, he's really he's re- and to give an actor like that a lead role, he, he typically doesn't do like lead roles and things. Uh, Sorry to bother you is the only other example that I can think of. But mm-hmm. yeah, the fact that it was kind of downplayed and like you just. Yeah, I agree. It was a really well done, well done scene. And they do a good job by keeping people in character as they like. Great character, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or as as like, uh, what's his face? Um, Danny DeVito's character is like, I need to, I need to lighten this room. You know, he does a really good job of like breaking it in a way that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but either way, they're running around. Uh, Travis has basically been tempted into the basement by the Hatbox Ghost, and the voice of his dad is like, "Hey, come on, we can we can be together again." Like, come on, come on, we can be together again. And he's about to do it. And then Ben runs in and gives him this, like, really heartfelt sort of thing. like, hey, I understand what what this loss means. I understand how it feels. Like, come on, this isn't safe. It's a lie, you know. And they get together. And there's this really nice connection there. Uh, Blah, blah, blah. Chaos running ensues, right? Uh, they go out. They have to go out through the graveyard where the hatbox ghost is waiting there, basically with an "I am inevitable" sort of speech, right? And he says, "Ben, like, do you really want to be with your wife again? I can take you there, right?" Like he's trying to convince him to willingly go. And Madame Leota shows up with Tiffany Hash's character. You know, they're like, "Ben, don't do it." They start to banish him, um, and then he. As the hatbox ghost is being banished, he looks up at Ben and says, um, Ben, this is your last chance for your wife to know you that you loved her. Mm-hmm. And then you get these flashbacks of moments of their life where they were like truly happy. And you see like Ben's reaction, like the tears that that was like, he's actually like struggling with this. And he just says, No, she knows I love her. Which I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, so good. Um <clears throat> Because here's the thing, I could totally, this is one of those movies that I could see him turning back to the group and being like, I gotta go. And like, mm-hmm. maybe through some altruistic sort of sacrifice and true love or some bullshit that would have stopped her, stop yeah. the hatbox ghost, you know, like. I was 100% expecting this movie to reveal her in ghost form. Me too. And the fact that they didn't was pretty refreshing. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Um, so, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Hatbox Ghost is banished. Um, you find Oh, you also find out that Owen Wilson's character is not a priest. Whatever. Um, I feel like Owen Wilson's character had the least amount of, like... I, I'm going to be honest with you. I hated that. I hated that whole interaction. Like... Why did he have to be a fake like and that reveal comes way too late and just and just to rouse up a speech from Lakeith talking about like, no, you got this. I'm going to I'm going to put, you know, give your words back to you and shit like that. 
Right. And then we're and then we're done. Like just have him be a priest who's maybe not that fucking good at priesting. You know? Like right. I, <laughs> I'm a bad priest. Yeah, like they didn't need they didn't need to do that. And I think it because it just came too late. And because it came at the heel or in the midst of a bunch of more like harrowing shit happening, right? And it's yeah. like they just got back from the fucking hospital. And he's like, no, nah, I can't go back in there. Cause I'm like, and it's like, what are you doing, bro? Like <laughs> stop interrupting the flow of this goddamn narrative. Yeah. <laughs> True. It almost felt like they're like, Oh yeah, he's still here. We got to do something. Yeah. That's just a big, that's sort of the, a big, a big red mark on this movie for me. Just that whole. Owen Wilson's character yeah. in particular. Well, just, no, I liked Owen Wilson's character. I liked his interactions and I liked, you know, like I liked sort of the purpose that he served, but that added element of him not really being a priest. I was like, you didn't need this. You could have shaved off some time of of this movie and not even have that in there. The only thing I can think of is that they were trying to be like, look, there's this person who's supposed to have like authority over spirits versus this person who thinks that she doesn't. And like the power dynamic is flipping, but even that is very thinly veiled. It's the dramaturgy of the movie. Uh, um, (laughs) Don't be mad. Um, I am mad at you. But yeah, a lot of the ghosts decide to stay. Uh, Now they like Gabby and Travis. Um, Ben actually starts teaching. Uh, He gets his life together. Oh, there's a whole thing about how his his wife loved tater tots. And there's these things called ghost uh, ghost winks. Where it's like spirits from the other side trying to give you a sign that they're listening and that they're Mm -hmm. there for you. And there's like this whole cat thing that's there. The whole entire thing. And this was actually, I was like, this is the corniest ass part. Uh, Ben goes home and he looks down and the cat's at his door and the cat has a tag and the tag's name is Tater Tot. I was like, here's the thing. I was like, there ain't no black cat. Mm. Ain't no black man's cat. You know why? Ain't no black man named they cat Tater Tot. Yeah, no. 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 I was like, she couldn't like nothing else. She couldn't like hot dogs. Need something with a vowel at the end of that. You know, Ain't ain't no consonants in that cat's name. No. 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 But you find out that he has gone back and he's kind of dating Gabby, right? And him and Travis have like a relationship and they're all like, hey, we're going to have a party. And everyone has a party at you, the house. And you missed the part with the Mariner. I I, I like that. Oh, yeah. So the Mariner game. says that he has that they have to take him. He's like. If you help us, we'll help you. What do you need? He's like, I want to go to sea. And they're like, dope. And so they take him to a dock and he steals the ship. <laughs> fucking GTA's that shit and just keeps <laughs> <He fucking does. laughs> I thought that I was love the great. fact that they're like, ooh, oh no. And they just turn around and leave. It's great. The Mariner is a good example of like not not o- like a device that's not overused that clearly has a purpose, right? It, it is it is a device because it's what it's what get uh, Lakeith's character back into it but they never forgot about that you know what I mean they never yeah because they mentioned in the beginning you're now tied to a ghost and so I think they resolved that well with being like okay Lakeith you're still tied to this ghost you got to get him what he needs to I would have liked to have seen like what other ghosts were tied to other people mm. but that would have made the movie even longer than it was two hours it already is so but still, I I think to introduce that concept and to only have that manifest through one character felt a little uneven to me. But 
That's yeah. nitpicky. That's nitpicky. I'll admit it. Yeah, and I wonder <clears> how much of it is the fact that uh, that Lakeith's character was the only one who was like, well, "I'm going to have a conversation with you mm-hmm. and like ask you what you want." You know, to yeah, what's yeah, going to yeah. what's going to settle your soul. But Man. either way, the movie ends with them at a big ghost party, and that's the haunted mansion. And Which I'm liked- super interested. I'm super interested to see what what you think. So, yeah, as we enter the ratings of the spectacular films, remember we have uh, three parts. It is just our overall rating. And mm-hmm. then, uh, yes, we would for, for like a Halloween night or Halloween party, whatever. Yes, we would show it. Uh, maybe we'll maybe we'll show it. No, we're not going to show it. And then uh, overall rankings of the spectacular movies for this year. Uh, the Munsters, of course, is sitting high at number one because it's the only one that we've done. <laughs> Boo! But it also, but it also got a no. We wouldn't show it uh, unanimously from from both of us. So also scored pretty low as well. You gave it a zero out of ten. I gave it a two out of ten. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give this. This is a really really solid movie. I'm going to give this an eight out of ten. Uh, there were some things that I felt were unnecessary in the movie. I also wasn't a big fan of some of the visual effects near the end. Yeah. Yeah. It got, it got kind of hokey there for a second. Um, and also the hat box ghost, when we see his face, like it, just, it felt unfinished. It, it, it looked unfinished to me rather. Um, and it, you know, his face looked like an anima, his face looked like an animatronic to me. I mean, maybe, but it's like, they got. Someone. I'm not saying that as a good. I'm not saying that as a good thing. I'm actually yeah, saying yeah. it's like a. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, it 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 definitely looked kind of stilted and 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 wooden. But they got a versatile actor like Jared Leto, you know, to voice the role. And it's like you couldn't have him like you couldn't put makeup on him. You couldn't you know do something a little bit better than just a CGI, you know, skull face thing talking. But. Mm-hmm. You know, other than that, what the movie does is really solid. Um, this is a this. I'm going to go and say this is I. This is a I might show it, just because mm. this movie demands a lot more from you than most. I think Halloween movies in order to fully appreciate it, the subtlety of it, the subtlety of the performances, um, how deep a lot of this stuff gets. Um, I don't know. This is a, this is a might. It's a, it's a, it's a maybe veering into probably, but definitely still a might show it. Um, and okay. yeah, this ranks above the monsters, uh, for me. Damn well hope so. Um, yeah, I am, I'm also in that like eight range. I think that this is a solid outing for, uh, a Disney live action movie, especially a Disney live action movie based on such an iconic uh, ride. And I also think that this is a Disney movie that will become like a kind of cult classic. I think that this will be shown in classrooms. You know what I mean? I think that it will be one of those movies that people really like um, now that they're discovering it on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. I think Disney Plus is where it will find its audience. Um, would I show it on? Yeah, I agree with you on the. I agree with you on the visual standpoint. The end. Here's the thing: the end of movies, in particular, with giant chase scenes, 
bless you. Sorry. Bless yeah. your heart. Uh, the end of movies with giant chase scenes, that is always where I see the dip in visual quality. And where I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, y'all just were like, we ain't got the budget for this. Yeah, you know like I mean? when Tiffany Haddish came down, I was like, what the fuck is that? You know, It was rough. It was rough. <laughs> and it's almost like I would have preferred a clip of her on the ground next to the ghost horse. You know, just like yeah. she didn't have to ride it. Um, there's a couple things like that that I was like, this is this is not great. But um, they can't all be like Davy Jones and his character. You know what I mean? Like those things took detail, detail, detail. Uh, uh-huh. And they knew that they were going to use them for three more movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, regardless, would I show this? Yes. I think so. Okay. Um. I would have this on. I think that there's enough atmosphere. I think that the color, the coloration on this movie alone reads like, it reminds me of like a haunting in Connecticut, like that sort of color happening, which is one of my top 10 favorite, one of my top three favorite horror movies of all time. Really? Um, I really like that movie. Huh? I saw that in theaters when it came out and I haven't watched it since. Just cause you don't think about it or. <laughs> No, I mean honestly, there's so many like horror movies that I saw when they came out in theaters that I only watched them that one time. I got that one yeah. experience and I was good. Is that yeah, the where that, can... that tentacle shit comes out? Yeah, it's just so good. <laughs> yeah, um, um, yeah, and that movie's more atmosphere than it is like big time mm-hmm. spooky. But regardless, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I would definitely show this. I think that there's enough atmospheric things happening, and I also think that there's enough like humor interspersed. With some like darkness that I really enjoy, and it's like fun Halloween. You know what I mean? It feels yeah. kind of light and fun at times, um, and it is definitely above. It sits at number one right now for me. All right, I was pleasantly surprised by this movie. Yeah, no, me too, me too. So there you go. Uh, we did one stinker and one solid one. I think uh, Haunted Mansion twenty twenty three is well worth y'all's time uh and currently sits at the top spot we'll see what happens next week with the new with the new addition to the spooktacular series i think it's gonna stay there you think i'm gonna i think that haunted mansion is gonna be you know what i think haunted mansion is gonna uh, fall to number two yeah i think so i think because so. i think our last movie is what's gonna take it is gonna take the number one spot but we'll see We'll see. We'll see. And y'all are just like, what movie are they talking about? You won't know until you listen to the episode. But you got through this episode. So we thank you so much for joining us for this week's episode of Grown Man Watch Kitchen. As always, uh, you can hit us up uh, on email at grownmanwks at gmail.com. You can hit us up on the Instagram and the Facebook. Um, you can leave us a voicemail by hitting leave a message in the show notes. Wherever you listen to podcasts, please give us a rating. Five stars, great. Four stars, excellent. Three stars are below. We're going to make you the 1,000th spirit. You won't go willingly. I'm sorry. You just did. <laughs> I know rough, right? Oh, no. Give us a rating or die. Um, Jesus Christ. It's fitting the theme. It's fitting the theme. Mm, it's the dr- dramaturgy of the... Okay, yeah. All right. You don't got to mock me. You got to <laughs> mock me. Unnecessary. 
Um, you know, I hope that y'all are having the time to get your uh, Halloween costumes together. I hope that you are uh, being able to just, you know, plan things out. hope that you're taking care of each other. We are beginning the holiday season in earnest, right? So think about the people you love. Keep them close by. Take care of them. Uh, stay crispy. Stay crispy, y'all. And we'll catch y'all next time. Jordan, have you decided hmm. on a Halloween costume yet? Are you still a punk? I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go as a vampire again, just because I got the stuff and it's just gonna be easy. Um, I might add some things to it, maybe, maybe not. I just think like I'm what? to that point. Well, because I have, I have a hat, Doubt, regret, and a, ca- <laughs> I have a hat, a cape, and a cane. The hat and the mm-hmm. cane were the new additions for last year. Oh yeah, you were a pimp named Slickback. That's right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And honestly, like with the coloring, because I got like the the deep, um, like maroon burgundy, you know, a velvet shirt mm-hmm. and the pants and stuff. Um, I don't know. I might try to add. I don't know what I could add. Maybe I might get like a vest. That'd be kind of cool. Like a ch- like a little pocket watch. The pocket watch, yes. The vest. I don't know. But like, cause you got the vest and then you have the pocket watch on there. If you get a vest, it has to have like, like black paisley or something. Yeah. Like black and red paisley. Oh yeah. No. Cause I know if I wear a brown vest, I'm just going to look like fucking Geppetto. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you, do you wear fangs? Yeah. I mean, not like every day, but I mean, for the, for the costume. Yeah. What's it's it like the, talking in them. It, is there is there a bit? Are you are you legit curious or? or? Yeah, I'm asking. Oh, okay. You know what? Okay, no. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know where it was going. No, it's fine because I got the ones where it's not the most expensive ones, but it's like the mid grade. It's like you got the mm-hmm. and you got the mold and you got to mold it on your teeth and kind of mm-hmm. you know let I me mean? sit it there. Um, and I have those. Those are just ready. They just you know pop in my mouth, but um, it's not that hard to talk with them. It is difficult to like drink with them. So if you have like a, you got like a straw and obviously eating, you got to take them out. Um, but no, talking with them is pretty easy. Yeah. You get, you ever get like one stuck in a candy corn, you nasty candy corn eating fool. No, stop coming. Stop coming for, for me and my candy corn. I'm, I'm not coming, coming for you. you I'm not coming else. for you. Here's the thing. You, the you, corns. no, here we go. You and everybody else around this time of year, it's, 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 it's two people that can just go away. Okay. It's <laughs> the Christmas time. You know, diehards are Christmas movie. Fuck off. Get out of here. And also the ca- candy corn fucking haters around Halloween. It's like, what are you doing? Y'all you? the only motherfuckers keeping them. You are one of maybe seven people in the U.S. keeping nope. those motherfuckers in production. Nope. Look it up. More than me. Why am I? Wh- More what's than me. to look up? More than I me. was nasty ass candy corn still in production. I think because people have discovered the culinary possibilities of candy corn. And I'm going to tell you right now. Don't hold on. Hold on. Y'all can't see my face. I'm, I'm, on, on, <laughs> I'm on this candy corn peanut kick. I'm trying yeah, to tell you. about that last time. I'm trying That's to tell you. Nasty. You're done. It's not. Have you You're had done. a payday before? Yeah. Do you like okay. a payday? They're okay. But you'll eat one. If you're hungry and someone says, hey, I got a payday, you eat it? If I'm hungry, I'll eat an ass. Like, I don't know what you're, ta- I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I'll tongue punch a, a poop shit. Hey, hey, no, come on, about, hey, come a, on, man. Will you, you eat a payday? Will you eat a payday? What are you will doing? Will you eat a payday? Man, you are making us earn that explicit. Jesus. We were doing so well. We were doing so fucking well. I'm so disappointed in you. No, I'm not disappointed. I'm not like disappointed in your choices, but it's like, why'd you like we were almost there. We were almost fucking there. You didn't say I'm saying paydays. You didn't say skin a mac. You didn't, you know, you didn't say anything kind of lewd or crude. And at the very end, at the eleventh fucking hour, at the tail end of the fucking episode, you were talking about munching butts. You know, like <laughs> we were almost there, almost there. And then when you got to the eating ass part, you you couldn't leave it alone because you could interpret that as oh you biting a butt cheek, you know what I mean? You doing whatever. And then you got to go tongue punch a poop. Come on, man. <laughs> You were almost there. You better edit all this shit out. You better if we ain't faded out. I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna listen. If we ain't faded out, if we ain't faded out. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna be like, man, that fool. Like, golly, we were almost there. Grown Men Watch Kid Shit is a Moon Street Media podcast. Intro and outro music was created by MPC. Want to find us online? Check out our social media links in the show notes. 